born, I was like, I just need to exercise and I would have been good. So now you're fat. Now I'm fat in our channel? Ah, he looks it. autistic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For real. He's talking about the Naruto sucks. Yeah, the recording has started. Oh, it has begun. It has begun. Hello, world. Hello, world. It. My Hello, estimated audience listeners. size is like six people. Oh. Yeah. Hello, so. room full of people. Yeah. Wow. Barely. I don't think they're all. Oh, what up, squad? Yeah. Okay, so I did this when I. Like, last week when I still worked at Court Specialties. And I thought I finished it, and then I tried to do some more notes yesterday, and then I fell asleep. Did you just say where you worked on a podcast of talking about serial killers? What's the address of this location? Used to work. What'd you say, Jasmine? I said used to work. Used to work. (laughs) I don't work there anymore. Okay, Jasmine. I wonder what would happen if I typed Court Specialties. Oh, my God! I wonder if something would come up. Don't worry, full name and description. Yeah, it literally is. That was What's fine. your social security number? <laughs> so, um, I think these are the full notes, but we'll find out when I go through and there's missing shit. The next ah. episode of Dragon Ball Z. No. What's in the box? So, <laughs> first we have Peter Bryan from London, England. He was born in 1970. First reactions. Ready, set, go. Oh, I was Look, thinking he did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are those dimples? The name doesn't match. No, those look like looks. little marks. Those pock marks. Those are for every person he's ever killed. He's Dude. definitely done it, and he's gonna do it again. <laughs> Lock him up. He looks Lock British. Him up. I don't like his facial hair. Does he have facial hair? Or is that yeah, just it looks up? like facial hair a little bit. Scruff. Mm. Yeah. Now the okay. first reaction it looks like it's is not his like. First picture. Huh? I feel like he's done this before, but something else, not as bad as what he did, even though I don't know what it is. Yeah. Okay. He was born in 1970. Okay. So, I don't really have any anything on his background, because I didn't do more research. Um, so, really, all I have is right before the killings, he worked as a shop assistant at this girl's shop, Nisha Chef. Nisha Chef? Yeah. What kind of shop? I'm assuming like a, a like a little boutique or something. I don't know. Because uh, he was fired for ca- um he was caught stealing clothes. Uh, but he had fallen for her. Falling for who? The girl, Nisha Sheth. More like Nisha. So. Change your name. So, he got fired for stealing clothes. So, on March 18th, 1993, he returned to the store to get his revenge for being fired. Uh, (laughs) For being an asshole. He's gonna go (laughs) kill people. He knocked out Nisha's 12-year-old brother, Bobby, to the floor. Then he proceeded to batter Nisha over the head with a claw hammer as she talked on the phone. Um, And then she was dead before the ambulance arrived. So. Talk about doubling down. Not only did I steal and you fired me, but because you fired me, I will fucking beat the shit out of you. Out of your daughter, because that oh. parents on her parents on the store. Yeah. Oh. oh my god, that's horrible. An hour later, uh, Peter was high on weed, and jumped from the third floor balcony oh of a mom. building. What? This was an apparent Good suicide attempt. Guess what? He survived, guys. Third floor, and that's not gonna do much. 
Broken ankle. You gotta yeah. land on your fucking face. Yeah, you have to like go head you first. Literally gotta yeah, dive. Like, literally Luigi down to the bottom. Yeah. So he then was admitted, or the, he then admitted to the manslaughter of Nisha on the grounds of diminished responsibility. You guys know what that is? I've said no. it last time. No? Okay. An unbalanced mental state that is considered to make a person less answerable for a crime and to be grounds for a reduced charge, but does not classify them as insane. That's it. So it's just, like, insane, but without ins- being insane. Yeah. So you just, it's like, legally insane. insane without the label. Um, so like Peter consequently was locked up in <laughs> Rampton Max Security Psychiatric Unit. He he initially had no time limit on how long he would spend in the psych ward. Um, however, he was released on the advice of psychiatrists nine years later. Um, but having been there for nine years gave him this new creepy talent of being able to mask his emotions and just look normal even though he's crazy. I feel like if you get out of a psych ward, I feel like that's what yeah. everybody has. Yeah. Didn't you used to work at one, Justin? Yeah, that was on the third floor of the old folks' home. There was some lady that thought that uh, we were a bunch of Russian spies and she wouldn't eat the food or anything. Yeah, I remember that. Came. Yeah. It was some pretty fucked up shit. Just give her them chicken nuggies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 2002, Peter had a short stay at Riverside House Residential Care in Seven Sisters, North London. So it was described as like a hostel that was free, you were free to go and come as you please, um, but they take care of like mental disease, diseases like schizophrenia and bipolar. Um, he said that, oh sorry, um, this stay ended because he was caught blowing raspberries on a 16 year old girl's stomach. That's what one thing said, but then one mm-hmm. said he was caught indecently assaulting a 17-year-old girl. Wait, what's blowing so. raspberries? Like, yeah, like... Wait, what'd you do with Athena? Oh. Yeah. But it's creepy, because he's, like... An old dude. 10 years older. Just like, what up, 16-year-old? Yeah. Look at that stomach! Who's it? Here comes the tickle monster. It was later found out that he looked after that he was looked after by an inexperienced social worker who had no training in mental health and a psychiatrist who never worked with a convicted killer before. I feel like those are pretty hard to come by. Like, I don't think everyone's just jumping at the opportunity. Like, yo, let me work with this murderer. I can change him. Looking ass. First 48. So, on February 17th, 2004, Peter decided to leave, and by 7 p.m. that day, he killed another person, Brian Cherry. He Did he work at the same show? No. He went to, Peter went to a DIY (laughs) shop and bought a claw hammer, Stanley knife, and a screwdriver. Wow, that claw hammer is his go-to. Yeah, he's really comfortable with that. Yeah, we we have an M.O. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Cherry was described as a nice man um, with really not a lot of friends, um, and he lived on a ground floor apartment. Uh, Peter killed Brian by smashing his skull with a hammer at least 24 times, and then his head had been partially sawn off. Um, Peter also Solid. hacked off his right leg and both of his arms. With that knife. Well, there's three bloodstained knives that were scattered around the living room, so 
Maybe one got a little rusty and you gotta move to the next one. Your bone is too thick. Yeah. This is why I killed you. Get the bread cutter. <laughs> Around 7.15, Brian's friend no- Nicole Newman let herself in. She noticed a strong disinfectant smell. And then Peter emerged from the living room with no shirt and holding a knife. He announced, Brian is dead. I don't know if what tone he said it in, but... I feel like you nailed it. <laughs> Brian is nailed dead. It. Brian is dead. Um, the prosecutor stated that she naturally did not believe him and tried to look into the room. She saw Mr. Cherry lying naked on the floor and could see one of his arms on the floor clearly separated from the rest of his body. Well, I so would have he... left if I saw a dude, a shirtless dude with a knife. Well, I'm assuming walk out and be she like, left and called the police. Yeah. I would have just dipsetted it. Yeah. I would have been like, Oh, okay, thanks I for need, the update. I Why need nothing more than this, thank you. Say less, fam. His shirt sure probably is. got messed up. Oh, the guy yeah. that he killed? Because the clothes get in the way when you're trying to saw them yeah. apart. Yeah, so yeah. when the police arrived, he was Peter was he found standing someone? in a dark hallway with bloodstained hands, jeans, and shoes. The officers noticed a small amount of meat in a frying pan next to an open tub of clover butter. The meat was part of Brian Cherry's brain. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's why I did these. I forgot to say in the beginning. Yeah. Because yeah. I did Ed Gein and then I was like, you wanted cannibals too. I like so cannibals. They're I decided cool. to do two. You like cannibals? Yeah. Like you would do what? Like, I wouldn't eat cannibal. a person, but I'm just thinking like, I think cannibalism like... Like natives and all that stuff that like when ca- I thought that, that was like a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, that's why you like fucking interesting. Clowns. There you go. Yeah. Hmm? Clowns are what? fucking creepy. Clowns are fucking awesome. Um. Especially the insane ones. Yeah. More brain tissue and hair matted with blood was piled on a plate next to a knife and fork. He says, "I ate his brain with butter. It was really nice." He le- later states, "I would have done something else if you hadn't come along. I wanted their souls." He ate his brains. Yeah. So what, you think he's going to eat his heart then? No, he, sorry, maybe I misspoke, but he said I would have done someone else. Oh. Like, gone to kill somebody else. I was like, what else was he going to do with that? Yeah, like. <laughs> eat more, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peter. Like the pillow, I'm going I'm to dry. Horrible. <laughs> Peter brains. later admitted that he was comforted by the smell of blood. And added, I used a Stanley knife to cut them off and some other kitchen knives, but I had to stamp on them to break the bone. So he just, like, straight up, like, told him, like, everything he did, well, like, yeah. nothing. Dude, they caught him. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, like, he clearly does not give like, a shit like, about I'm gonna tell anything. you everything and every single yeah, thing. He, he, was going, he was going away for life. No, no he, I, yeah, think so, just, I think he's like, just fucking he, well, like, it, it was not my fault. Covered in blood. It was not my fault. Well, so he went to Pen- Pentonville Jail for this incident. He told this is where he told a member of the staff he wanted to kill a warder and then eat somebody's nose. Um, they had to use riot shields when unlocking his cell, unlocking his cell in case of an attack. So they were like heard all about him. So they were like, Nah, I'm not about to be eaten by this guy. Yeah, Dude, you should look up Charles Bronson. That guy was a savage too. I will put him on my list. He's gonna put you on his. <laughs> uh, April 15, 2004 he was in Broadmoor Secure Hospital um, he was sent here after killing Brian like after he went to jail he got like you know 
I don't know what the process psychiatric is. Psychiatric help and yeah. shit. And then, so he went to this hospital, which is a psychiatric hospital. Which, weird enough, the next person also went to this place. Not at the same time, but really weird. Alright. It's like the, like, real life Arkham. Oh. <laughs> Shudder. That shit's scary. Uh, <laughs> Peter scary was kept in a cell. The doctors <laughs> believe he had settled and could be transferred to a medium risk ward. Not even ten days later, he attacked and killed Richard Loudwell, 60, Jesus a patient. Christ. He was awaiting trial for murdering an 82-year-old woman. What did he kill him with? Uh, the dude Side that, note. That he the, murdered? Yeah. So he's like a vigilante now. I, <laughs> I don't think he cared. <laughs> he's like he's like a vigilante in the system. Yeah. yeah. This is what he wanted all along, to be placed with a bunch of people. Now I can finally take these motherfuckers. <laughs> At around 6.10 p.m., three <laughs> staff members... Heard two bangs from the dining room, and of course, no staff were actually in the dining room. Um, and the staff found him laying next to a table and chair. He sustained serious head injuries during the attack. With a hammer? Um, well, I'm assuming with uh, the chair and table. I think because he didn't have a hammer in jail. Um, his face was covered in blood, and there was a strangulation mark. So his hands as well. Um, and then on June 5th. He, uh, Richard died from bronchopneumonia caused by the severe brain injuries that he How the fuck survived you get that? He survived pneumonia. until June, so April, May, I mean, he was June, old, like two so, months. I guess. So yeah, he was 60. That's not that old. No, it's not. How old was he when he killed Dad's five, ye- the five years person. away from that. What? How old was he when? When he killed the first person. No, the guy he no, killed was 60. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Well, he was born in. 70, so in 2004 he killed this person. So you do the math. 34. <laughs> That's why we're here. We do the math for you. So Cody, when Peter was Cody found. And Jack Fax. <laughs> when Peter was found. Oh yeah, we didn't introduce this. Guys, this is killer reactions. Hello, middle of the story. It's called Boom. The Suspense. <laughs> I literally forgot. This is like the trailers killer. in between the show. Yeah, uh, killer reaction, guys. It's yeah. me, your host, Jasmine. Jack is back. Obviously, you've heard half the story back. already. I've been talking this whole time. Um, also, Justin and Cody are back. Yay. My Yay. brother. Yay. Thanks for coming down, guys. Yeah. No problem. So, <laughs> let's start the show. It was a big problem. It took a lot of traffic and a lot of trains to get here. A lot of traffic and trains. Yeah. And airplanes. And airplanes. <laughs> Don't forget the boat. couple submarines too, man. Damn. Crazy. You're going the wrong way. Okay, to back to the going. story. <laughs> uh, Peter, admi- when he was found, he admitted to strangling Richard and then smashed his head on the floor. Um, Peter told doctors, I get these urges, you see. I've had down. these urges ever since I saw him. He's the button... Oh, sorry. He's the bottom... Of the food chain, old and haggard, he looked like he'd had his innings. And then another quote. I was just waiting for my chance to get at him. I wanted to kill him and eat him. I didn't have much time. Uh, If I did, I'd have tried to cook him and eat him. I mean, at least, I mean, alright. He's a piece of shit, but at least he's an honest piece of shit. He's also yeah. very consistent. Yeah, for Not really. He I like, his MO, I like smashing things. Because he was in fucking a mental hospital. He likes smashing, smashing things. And then he could have paper mache some shit up. 
I don't think that would have worked on a skull, but all right. Uh, allegedly. You paper mache over the paper mache. You did that for about four weeks. <laughs> yeah. It was happening. Boom. <laughs> claw. The, the hammer claw. Law allegedly, claw. Peter had been in. <laughs> Sponsored by White Claw. Sponsored by White Claw. Uh, allegedly, Peter had intended to kill Richard for some time. Can he complained of um, and Richard's while. Kidding. While, like, this whole before-he-died thing happened, you know, Richard complained of bullying by the staff, but they ignored him. So, after the death of Richard Loudwell, there had been a reduced number of patients on the ward where the killing occurred, and there's now an increased number of qualified nurses working and more patient observations, so... Oh, so it's like when the Titanic went down, you know, boat procedures and safety (laughs) became a bigger thing. So, if anything, he was doing that place a favor. Like, he helps future generations. Yeah, like, they're gonna have a much more comfortable, non-wanting, non-being-able-to-murder situation. Yeah. yeah. Except Jeff, Jeff Epstein. He's like, a good guy. Oh, he killed, no, he killed himself, right? No, he no. didn't. Jeff Epstein didn't kill himself. <gasps> I have the sticker. <laughs> if it says it on the sticker, it's obviously true. I saw it on Save Google. for the internet. <laughs> I've seen it on 4chan. It has to be true. It has to be true. (laughs) Okay. So, when asked if eating people was normal, Peter said, Of course it's normal. Cannibalism is normal. It's been here for centuries. If I was on the street, I'd go for someone bigger, you know, for the challenge. I felt excited when I attacked him. I wanted to shag him when he was alive, also when he was dead. I wanted to cook him when there was, but there was no time, nor was there access to cooking equipment. I briefly considered eating him raw. Hey, get done what you gotta get done. He wanted to become a serial killer. Um, He named another patient as his next target, adding, it's something like a ritual. I must be coming a serial something. You know what it is. Don't say serial something. Serious masturbator. <laughs> oh, that's really loud. Probably. Let me pause that. Okay, we're back. Jack yeah, has left. The premises. Yes. So yes. only Cody checks are in uh, valid rotation right now. What does that mean? You don't get to know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the, all the other episodes and you'll find out. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, Peter confidently told doctors that he thought that he would still be released into the community despite killing three people. And honestly, the track record of these psychiatrists, it would seem like he could possibly get out. To be honest, he must have really mastered it in those first nine years. Mm-hmm. Like, to literally pull it off three times. Shit, I went to prison once and now they're trying to clap me every time. <laughs> Um, so the prosecutor states he believed that the human body was a natural food source and it made him stronger. He had wanted to kill eight people because he wanted to be known as a serial killer. Um. Isn't it more than, like, two or three? No, it's three. It's three. Yeah, I thought it was, like, more than two or three. It's three. What? Stop. Stop. No nicotine! (sighs) I'm just kidding. Uh, I was like, what? Uh. Where'd this come from? Uh, he said he is at his most deadly when he is able to present himself as entirely calm and settled. That's scary. Right? That's fucking... That's that really is a serial scary. killer. 
that's I mean, like, I feel like everyone has that in them. It's just no It's like one, your customer service voice. Yeah, but no one had like, uh, oh, when I do this, I should probably kill somebody. Yeah. It's like, what? No. <laughs> uh, let's just let's take tone a step that, back. Yeah, let's tone that down to like a, a three there, Squirrely Dan. in the wild. I shouldn't be here. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a Letterkenny episode. I already know. I just don't know when. Letterkenny that killed people in real life? The show? Are you just no, going to do Canadian like, people? No, people that are named in the show. Like, I found a person named Gay, so I'm going to do that person. Gay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. From, like, G-A- uh, yeah, Gay. G-A-E. Gay. Yeah. Is that how you spell it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, anyways, we got off topic. Um, so I have one more person. His name is Robert Maudsley, and he was born in June 1953. June what? Doesn't say the date. Uh, so, first reactions. Oh, he definitely did that. This is when he oh, was yeah, he looks in like... it. Like, he was... Oh, he was in the shits. Yeah. He was rolling deep in the shits. It looks like he was still look... a rock. No, he kind of reminds me of, like, uh, uh... Who are the people? Beatles. The Beatles. Like, that vibe. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Kind of looks like Elton John. Yeah. Ooh. Sorry, like, Elton John. I don't know what Elton John looks like. A little bit of Elton John with uh, like Paul McCartney. <laughs> Elton John oh, and Paul yeah. McCartney had like a baby. Their baby. All right. So he has three nicknames, and I will bring them up as they come. So I have background on this guy. He was born in Liverpool. He was <laughs> one of 12 children. Are you sure he wasn't Mexican? <laughs> no. these Apparently these British people. They get, no wonder they can't afford dental Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Isn't it universal, like, Caribou? Obviously uh, not universal uh, enough. <laughs> so he was the fourth child. Um, before his second Shit, birthday, really Robert, birthday. two brothers, and a sister were taken away because of parental neglect. These were the only children, like, that the parents had at the time, so the first four children they took away. So the, they spent their early years at Nazareth House, a Roman Catholic orphanage run by nuns. He f- reportedly found it relatively pleasant and par- compared it to living with... Oh, sorry. He found it relatively pleasant compared to living with his parents. So, like, how sad is that, that he would rather be at an orphanage than with his parents? I mean, That's shit. Sad. It'd be like that. I guess so. Get raised in a trap house. Um, so, they were retrieved at the age of eight. And at this point, his parents had had eight more kids so that's eight? the full 12 within like so within six years they had eight more kids yeah so some uh, irish I, twins no, yeah i was gonna say there had to be some twins because that's that's a lot of fucking yeah uh so <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot well they probably didn't have that like isn't it what like six weeks or some six something that you can't like Oh, that Go down there after uh, having birth. That's what I'm saying. Like weeks. back then, it's th- oh yeah, you know, you, you guys both my guys have children. I, uh, I didn't do shit I for like three I months. I didn't do anything. I had this been <laughs> Okay, we don't need to know your sad life. Um, what a virgin. He was beaten regularly, eventually being rescued by social services again. 
He says, all I remember of my childhood is the beatings. Once I was locked in a room for six months and my father only opened the door to come in to beat me four or six times a day. So many He used to hit me with sticks or rods and once he bust a twenty two air rifle over my back. That's horrible. That's fucking scary. Most serial killers are like beaten like horribly as kids and treated terribly and living yeah. in like fucked up environments. That is very true. I'm reading a book about it, like all the statistics and shit. It's really yeah. interesting. So as a teenager, Robert was a rent boy, which was like a young male homosexual sex worker in London. Um, he often suffered abuse at the hands of his older gentlemen that he entertained. <laughs> this made him develop a hatred of pedophiles. He also developed a drug habit. Shocker. Yeah, I was say um, <laughs> he was in and out of psychiatric hospitals after repeated suicide attempts. On numerous occasions, he told doctors he heard voices telling him to kill his parents. So So he was just, like, flat out insane. Yeah. He was... Yeah. He needed help. Um, so he the murders. some milk. In 1973, when he was 20 years old, Robert killed a man who had picked him up for sex, John Farrell. He was a laborer. Uh, John showed Robert photos of his children... Of photos of children he had abused... And then Robert flew into a rage and strangled him to death. And this is how he got his nickname, Blue, because of the face of the guy. You gotta be pretty strong if you don't even, like, beat the shit out of someone first. You just straight strangle them. Yeah. I mean, it depends on, like... No, you gotta be pretty strong, bro. If you don't get any licks in and you just right off the bat start strangling... I mean, if, if you're just, like, thinking, like, oh, yeah, this guy's cool with this and, like... Out of nowhere, he just, like, pops out and starts strangling you. You're not going to know what the fuck to do in that, like, yeah, split second. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can try to push him off or, like, hit him, but he's already on you, and then you, like, depending yeah, on... Yeah, exactly. You have your full strength, nigga. Dude, oh, my hey, God. Hey, hey, hey. That's not what Watch I'm your language. What the hell's wrong with you? You can say cunt, but... Yeah, you fucking cunt. There you go. Uh, I want <laughs> I didn't like it before, but then I started using it, and I was like, that's not a bad word. Like, yeah, um, fine. even on, like, Ted, he's like, it sounds like a fucking, like, razor whipping through everything, like, and it's bad. Like, it's not a good word. It hurts when I hear it. Okay, he was arrested and declared unfit to stand trial. So guess where he was sent? Broadmoor Hospital for the Criminally Insane. And this is where it's he remained for three ice. years. Huh? It's the new Arkham. It's cra- I don't know what that means. Arkham Asylum from Batman, where the Joker oh is. Yes. yes, yes, I knew that. Totally watching something. I watch TV Fuck, what sometimes. What's it called? The Joker. No, that the show. Uh, DC Gotham. Gotham. Do you watch Gotham? I didn't finish it, I but I like, watched most of it. I watched the first one. I'm like. So, he remained there for three years. In 1977, he had another psycho... Uh, Robert and another psychopath took another patient hostage, which who was a pedophile. They locked themselves in a cell and tortured the patient for nine hours. Uh, they killed the prisoner by strangling him and then held his body so the guards could see him through the little spy hatch. Is that like a little windmill? I'm yeah. Assuming? Uh... Prison guards eventually smashed their way into the cell. 
The hostage had his skull cracked open with a spoon wedged in his brain. Robert confessed to eating some of the brain matter, and this is how he got his nickname, Spoons. Interesting. So he goes, he only goes after pedophiles. Well, that seems to be his trend so far, yes. After this incident, surprisingly, Robert was found fit to stand trial, and he was convicted of manslaughter. So he was sent to Wakefield Prison, and they had a little nickname for this prison called Monster Mansion. So, probably a fucked up place. (laughs) Sounds like a good party place. Summer camp. (laughs) Let's get t-shirts. Um... (laughs) He did not like the transfer and it made and made it clear that he wanted to go back to Broadmoor. Um, but you know, they don't give a fuck. So he's at <laughs> So he's still at that prison in nineteen seventy eight. So according to other inmates, Robert set out to kill seven people. First, Robert lured a prison Staniel Daniel? Yeah. I like, I read that and I was like, that's not the right. Stanley Darwood, he was the sex offender. I thought his name was actually Stanley. I was like, fucking awesome. He lured him into his cell. He cut his throat and hid him under his bed. Then Robert tried to find another, other people to lure into his cell, but no one would go. Like, clearly, somebody just went in there and didn't fucking walk out. They used the back door, dumbass. (laughs) They just went out the window. It's fine. Um, they could. Everyone said that they could see the madness in his eyes. Uh, Robert then went on the prowl for a second victim, killing Bill Roberts. He sneaked into a cell and then hacked his skull with a makeshift knife and repeatedly bashed his head against the wall. Second head. So, it's kind of the same MO. After killing the two inmates, Robert calmly walked into the wing office and placed the makeshift knife on the desk. He informed the guards that they would be too short come next roll call. And I thought that was, like, the most badass. Like, what? Like, Like, you're going to be missing two people. It's like, I'm in here. Why not have fun? Yeah. You might want to call in sick. (laughs) These last two murders are how he got his nickname that stuck. Hannibal the Cannibal. I don't get why, because he didn't really say that they, like, ate any of him. He said the brain matter. <laughs> Hannibal the cannibal. No, that was what Chester how he got his nickname Spoons. Yeah, but see, that's still cannibalism. I guess that, like, carried him. Wait, guess, so it was Blue, know. Spoons, and Hannibal the cannibal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a reputation. Yeah, quite, quite. So, He's the trial. <laughs> During his last murder trial in 1979 for killing the two prison inmates, the court heard uh, that during these violent rages, Robert thought his victims were his parents. His lawyers argued that the killings were a result of a pent-up aggression. This resulted from childhood of near-constant abuse. And he said, when I kill, I think I have my parents in mind. If I had killed my parents in 1970, none of these people need have died. If I had killed them, then I would have been walking free as a man without a care in the world. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, at least he was trying well, to say, like, bro, I just wanted these Will you stop killing if we bring your parents here? <laughs> <laughs> like, just one last time and it's over with. We don't gotta deal with you. Just spend your time there. Relax. 
Just kick it back. <laughs> just kick back and drink some water. <laughs> Coffee. Currently, uh, Robert is being held securely behind bars in solitary confinement. It is unlikely he will ever be released. So, I would hope so. He is housed in a glass cage, a two-cell unit at Wakefield Prison. That's 18 by 15-ish. That's um, that's and it's big. like the one in Silence of the Lambs, sucks. like that yeah, that's glass big. thing. Yeah. I wish my cell was like that. Yeah, that's literally like a nice master room. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this room almost. Um, it was built for Robert in 1983, seven years before the movie had been released, The Silence of the Lambs. So fucking so creepy. Sad. The, the only furnishings he Would had... Would you think that was, like, fuck. Hannibal's name came from then in Silence of the Lambs since it was before? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Correlations. Well, oh. I have, I think... No, I don't. Just This kidding. myth has been busted. <laughs> no. And sorry for the dogs barking, because they could definitely... It's really loud. Um, yeah, sorry. Get over it. Little baby hyenas. <laughs> Um, so the only furnishings he had in there were a table and chair, which were made from compressed cardboard, a toilet and sink bolted to the floor, and a bed, uh, which was just a concrete slab. And he was in a cell 23 hours a day during... <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, not... I didn't that's probably super loud, too. It's over. Wait, no. Okay. Yeah, you have to pour the drink. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Do you want me to do it quick? No, just fucking pour it. Come on. All right. <laughs> oh, and you gotta open it. Yeah, fuck, man. Oh Don't judge my life. <sighs> you almost done there, bro? This is not, like, what is that called? You guys hear that fizz? What is that where you, like, eat close to the microphone? <laughs> My little brother watches those. What is it called? Oh, I don't know, but it's, like, when they eat the pickles right next to the microphone. That oh. shit pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it's called. It'll probably come to me. It's weird. Anyway, during his one hour of exercise, he's escorted to a yard by um, six prison officers, and he's not allowed to have contact with any other inmates. So. Solid. Wait, is that solitary confinement? Yeah. Yeah, he's in his in his cell 23 hours a day, so by himself. So lastly, I just have some random a random thing. In 2003, officially classified as he was officially classified as Britain's most dangerous prisoner. He's considered so high risk that for the past 25 years he's been in isolation okay. with no chance of being released. He will die in isolation. Isolation. Um, a new campaign to improve his life of quality on the grounds that his treatment can lead to further mental breakdown and therefore is a breach of his human rights. But, like, you killed people, Like, so. you're just gonna keep doing it. It doesn't matter, like... Yeah. Like, whoever we put in but front of you, you're gonna try to kill talking about is, like, maybe, like, Have you, put him in, a, like, the middle of a room so at least he can see people but still not leave. Have you seen... Oh, okay. Have you seen murder in the first... Some, like, future... Futuristic type like prison shit. Yeah, like you know where you can see people but not interact, you know. So it's not like it's just him and the walls type of shit. Yeah, that's true. That could probably. Have you seen Murder in the First? I'm gonna say no because I can't remember. No, basically they do that to uh, this one guy and 
basically like they keep them in there like one day like one hour a day they'll keep they'll like take them outside and mm-hmm. then they stopped doing that after a while and they just kept them locked up in there and then fucking it's just the whole thing you have to watch it okay yeah, I will so watch it's it. Murder, in murder in the first murder in the first murder in the first got it it's um Robert recently wrote, I don't know, recently, this was 2003, so. Um, the prison authorities see me as a problem, and their solution has been to put me into solitary confinement and throw away the key, to bury me alive in a concrete coffin. It does not matter to them whether I am mad or bad. They do not know the answer, and they do not care, just as long as I am, I am kept out of sight and out of mind. I am left to stagnate, vegetate, and to regress, left to confront my solitary head-on, uh, with people who have eyes that don't see and who have who have ears but don't hear, who have mouths but don't speak. My life in solitary is one long period of unbroken depression. That's kind of sad, but you fucking killed people, so I can't really... I, I don't feel bad. I to kill himself. What can he kill himself with? I told you what he had in the cell. The cardboard. Yeah, but fucking How? Him. Bro, you never gotten cardboard cuts? I have, yes. Those actually fucking hurt. Yeah, exactly. But it's like... If his cell is as big as this room, just keep running fucking head first into the wall. Full I guess. sprint. Just... Full spring? Sprint. Oh. Full spring. Yeah, talking to your microwave correctly, alright? Shut up. <laughs> the killer who blames his traumatic and violent childhood for the crime says he only po- possesses a risk to sex offenders. I mean, so he's he's the hero we didn't know we needed. Not all, hero, <laughs> not uh, all heroes wear capes. They wear or prison uniforms. Nice. I guess. Not all heroes wear capes. Some wear prison uniforms. Yeah. Let's stay in solitary confinement until they die. Yeah. Yeah, it's I thought potato. when I started reading them that there were going to be more cannibalism, and then they weren't, but I already did the research for it, so that's why... <laughs> There's not a lot of cannibalism. I but mean, if you listen, more than listen to the was. Ed Gein episode, you'll hear it. Cannibalism. Yeah. Where I think I have it. a book about him somewhere at the house. Mm. Ed Gein is probably one of my favorite people in the Ed world. Ed Gein? I call him Gein because that's on my other friends. Gein. Or whatever. Okay. Gein. Gein. Ed Gein. All right. How do you pronounce it? Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Edward. Theodore Gein. Yeah. Okay, that was episode, I think, 13. I'm pretty Watch sure. the last episode for Ed Gein. Watch the last episode for Ed Gein. If you want to know about my favorite. Yeah, um, there was no Cody checks or Jack Fence this episode. The, yeah, sorry, sorry, guys. Huh? Did you put that they called him the ghoul? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> she did well. You, you haven't that's even like, listened to it. Yeah, but still, I know that you did well. If you yeah. call it. That's like one of the favorite names that like, I have for her. Yeah. I didn't want to put the ghoul on my freaking Netflix because then they'd be like, oh, the ghoul. Well, that's weird. Like, no, Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Okay, thanks for listening. Um, Episodes every Wednesday, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Huh? Friday, Friday, Friday. No, fuck <laughs> <up>. <laughs> All right. Eight a.m. Bye. Morning. Wake up early so you can listen to.